I'm Tara Royer-Steele, and welcome to the Jesus Pie and Coffee podcast, the place where we have real conversations over pie and coffee. Today I'm sitting with my friend Debbie Forland. Um, she's a sister that lives here in town, so we get to hang out and drink coffee often. And um, she's that that girl that when you're having a rough day, you can text her and she speaks truth. So I hope that you'll grab your favorite coffee mug and pull up to the table with us. <laughs> Morning, sister. Hi, how are you? Good. <laughs> Hi, y'all. This is my friend Debbie. Hello. Forland. <laughs> Good but morning. she's Debbie, or Miss Debbie, as the children mm. say. When I say, you know, the kids are that way. When you say, talking about someone. Mm-hmm. You have to use the right name. Uh-huh. Especially because they know you because you're like a mm. teacher. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Jesus Mary Poppins. <laughs> Jesus Mary Poppins. Mm. Can you please explain what that mm. means, Jesus Mary Poppins? Well, <laughs> let's see. It means most of the time you're happy and you have... Um, I don't have the Mary Poppins bag, but um, I don't know, just happy and a good problem solver. And then as the day goes on, the closer it gets to nighttime, I turn into Miss Hannigan. <laughs> so it's a fine line. I'm not sure when it happens exactly. but And I don't know that the, my children really know who Miss Hannigan is. Yeah, they should. Because they're... Yeah, haven't well, watched Annie yet. It's because of that. I think mm-hmm. they watched it, but they don't remember that. So. Yeah, she's pretty memorable for me. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I remember the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I watched totally. it over and over. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Very okay, nice. so tell us a tiny bit about you. Okay, I am married to Dean um, for 25 years in November. Woo! November 26. It will be 25 years. Yes, he. Um, I was young when we got married. He was not as young. So I always joke that he finished raising me. He's done a pretty good job. It's been a challenge for him. Um, and we have three boys. Kale is 23, Brett is 19, and Jake is 14. So the older two have left the house now. We actually just all got together for dinner last night. We met in Cyprus. And oh, that's awesome. It was great. We were sitting at Alicia's, and um, I just wanted... Have you ever been there, Alicia? No, I it's haven't. It's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. But I, I just, at one point, I just wanted to s- just start holding hands with everybody and just look around the table. Because that time is precious. It doesn't happen that often anymore. We try to do it once a month where all five of us get together. But I think that's awesome. Yeah. That they're you great. do that. We're really enjoying this season of life with them. Um, just to... Once they graduated from high school, Dean felt like he could be friends with them, you know, switch over from that parent-dad role and more of a friendship role with them. So that's been really fun to watch their relationship. And um, So he has been able to do that? Yeah. It was, almost happened, like, overnight. Um, and so that's been really great to watch their relationship. And How does that... How is it different? Um, he just is more relaxed. I can see that he doesn't have as much pressure on him. Um, he's, he, he's more of a... Um, definitely more of a coach and he's there for them and he can mess around with them and joke with them and, um, just be, I think he feels a little bit more freedom to be real with them. Mm -hmm. Um, a little more transparent than he has been, you know, when they were younger. And, um, so it's been really fun for me to watch that. He's definitely the, the disciplinarian in the house. Um, you know, they all have a healthy fear of their dad. And so just to kind of watch him, relax a little bit with that too has been great so we enjoy those times together so much jake is the only one left at home now so it's different but it's good it's good so yeah 
And currently I am the the Jesus Mary Poppins at um, an after school program, Brenham Texas Leadership Academy, and then JAM Academy in the summer, children's ministry director, champion fellowship. And so, um, and that is about to come to an end in a week and a half more. So this is a very, this is a transition season for me. I've been praying for years that the Lord would um, provide an opportunity for me to work with Dean. And he's a facilities manager at Camp Blessing in Independence. So I'm going to go and be with him in about another two weeks. I'm excited about that, but it'll be a transition. But So that's me in a nutshell. That's awesome. What's Camp Blessing? Mm. Camp Blessing is a, in the summertime, it's a camp for kids and families with special needs. And they also have a weekend in the fall and then a week during spring break where they um, just do a camp for, yeah, kids of all ages from seven years all the way up through adults. And then during the rest of the year, they have retreats. So different groups will come out um, from churches businesses they come out and use the camp and we've got ropes course swimming pool horses dining hall the works so i'm excited yeah Yeah. very excited to do something different so what does it look like to you to work alongside your husband i mean like have you worked alongside each yes yes so um actually it'll be 21 years next month we moved to brenham to work at miracle farm which is a bryce ranch actually ironically just down the road from camp blessing and so we worked together as house parents for several years, and it was challenging, um, especially we were raising other people's kids, too, along with our own. And so we had lots of conversations in the pantry, in the kitchen, um, <laughs> so, you know, heated conversations. of, And so um, then we have not worked together that way for years as we've been doing different things, but every year we, we do a mission trip together to Brazil. So um, what that means is... And this is one of the things that I was working through just with the questions is the Lord is leading me to a place of working on being a follower. So I feel like my Enneagram number is an eight, which I hate. Do you know what an eight is? Um, I might have the cheat sheet right here. Oh, no, it's in my purse. It's a bossy person. Oh, dang it. It's the bossy person. Yeah, but you're not supposed to hate your number, but that means it's your number. I wanted to redo it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to redo. Did it. you retake the test? No, I didn't because oh. three of them were very close um, to each other. So it was like a eight wing two and three, which was very confusing. But anyway, um, leading seems to come somewhat naturally to me. Not that I'm always good at it, but it's it's just kind of part of my personality. And so now I, the Lord has really been working on me um, to work on being a follower. And we always talk about how leadership costs. It does. It costs to be a leader. You have to be willing to make mistakes. You have to be willing to be, um, just to put yourself out there. And if things don't go well, you have to take the heat for it. Mm-hmm. But following costs too. And especially for me, because of my personality and because of just different life experiences, um, it's a lot about trusting the person that you're following. And so that's, that's been an issue for me in my life is, um, trusting people and because of a, a variety of reasons, sure. because of people that I've loved have let me down. Hello. That's because we're all human and we mess up. Um, because I, um, pridefully independent because I think I can do it better, um, because I know better. So the Lord has really been working on me in that. And 
So um, I am going to really focus. I have been focusing on being a good follower, and it does cost. And every day I'm um, dying to myself and humbling myself and um, being thankful that the Lord has really put great people, my husband included, in my life to lead me well. So that's a lot. That's no, that's right so now. great, though. I, for one, I think yeah. um, it's great for people to hear yeah. that you can work alongside your husband. And, and it we'll does see. Happen. It hasn't happened yet. Okay. But <laughs> it did a, me a back long, in a long time ago. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Yeah. Because God's yes. interceded and made all the things yeah. happen that are he supposed has. to happen. He has. It's going to, I'm really looking forward to it very much so. So. I mean, y'all are a pretty darn cute little couple together. Mm. You're a great little example leaders. We have a funny little chemistry. Mm-hmm. We do. We have, uh, we're very honest with each other, painfully sometimes. Yeah. So it's been interesting. Never been dull. Never been dull. Um, Dean has showed me the most love and grace and mercy and forgiveness of anybody in my entire life. Um, I've never been loved the way that any you know the way he loves me by anyone else sacrificially, and and yet at the same time, there's no one else on this earth that I have wanted to push off a mountain at the same time. Um, there's, it's like, it's crazy. There's nobody else that can make me as mad as he does either. And probably I'm sure the few thing is mutual. Several years ago, we were finishing up remodeling our bedrooms in our house and it actually had gone really smooth. We worked together. He showed me how to do a lot of things. I learned how to texture, how to tape, how to float, how to all this stuff. And, um, we worked together for several months on it in weeks. I guess it probably felt like months, but weeks and did awesome we were having company so it was like a total hgtv thing like the company's coming in the front door and we're finishing up you know in the back door (laughs) had done so well and the last thing we had to do was move a couch in back into our bedroom and we had to go through the back door and just like that our tempers ignited and we're both very passionate people and for a split second he was walking backwards with the couch and I was walking forward so for a split second I just had this vision of going Bram! <laughs> and just like slamming into the ground and I was like no I'm not gonna do that so we got in place but I told him that I'm like I just want you to know that this is what I wanted to do and he just said you're a really violent person oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so but and I didn't do it and then the people came in oh, and you're like oh hi. <laughs> yeah exactly but that that's the other side that, that people need to hear that it's not mm. that you did want to just mm-hmm. push your husband off a cliff yeah I mean I like to do that to mine too I think we yeah. have a, we can probably relate on so many levels <laughs> about that whole thing probably so but working together pushing off a mountain yeah. I like watching you and Rick together oh my goodness. I just love that I love yeah we got to cook so together lovely. last night for this um someone I bought a Mm-hmm. silent auction and you know um it's one of those you say okay i'm gonna only do this many of these mm-hmm. cooking classes silent auction things right because you probably get asked a lot we do and then i got real good at saying i'm only gonna do three mm. and then times three i know <laughs> i was no I, I i was really good good um and then we've of course had to cancel a few mm. but this one we're like because I really just wanted to yes. do nothing. Yeah. But um, we I, we pushed through and we showed up last night. And Rick's like, where are we going? And I was like, I have no idea where we're going. You didn't and know where you were going. 
nope. I was like, I have no idea where God's sending Like you us. just put it in the GPS? Well, I mean, I knew we were going to Columbus. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know the people's Columbus. house. Columbus. Wow. It was in Columbus. And oh. I didn't know the people around until I opened the, we, the, they opened the door and I was like, oh, hi, we've met before. Oh, funny. So okay. anyways, it Surprise. was it was a great time. So it was in their home. It was in their home with oh. them and six of their other friends. That's so cool. It was. That's a great silent auction thing. Yeah, and Rick cooked the steaks because nice. that was his thing. And yes. Oh, that's awesome. I made all the sides and... I did the dishes, and he wouldn't pick up any plates, but that's okay. I love you anyway. I'd be like, go ask him a question. He's like, I don't want to talk to them. I was like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) But anyways, yes. Awesome. Working alongside each other is is good. Challenging, I'm sure. But um, when I was thinking about the things that – I loved how you wrote it. Like, what are things that make you glow, I think, with the love mm-hmm. of Jesus or something like that. And the very first thing I put down was teaching kids about Jesus because that's really, I love to do that, and I get to do that a lot, what I'm doing right now. But the other thing is um, I love to I love to make people feel welcome in my home and just welcome in my presence, just that um, hospitality thing. So I was thinking about when you came over last week and um, the, was the meal was lame. And no, it was, it was like, great because I normally would have said, <laughs> You said, come uh, over, and I'm like, I don't have the capacity. Oh, I want to go to, I don't have. Right. I just want to sit on your couch. And... Or, no, I was <laughs> need to work on this room we're yes, sitting in because there. it was it's a so hot pretty. mess. <laughs> and so um, I was like, no, mm. I've got to do this room. And that's why I was like, we have to leave by this time, but we are coming over. Yeah. And the boys were real frustrated because we were leaving somewhere. I don't remember where I was taking them from. Okay. But I didn't tell them where we were going, oh. that they were going to get to still keep doing something fun. Gotcha. It's a surprise. And so it was perfect for me to be like, you said, come over for burgers. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And that I was able to do that. I was grateful. Mm. Was, yeah. I mean, they weren't even like Dean's good grilled burgers. They were like, I fried them. And then okay. I think I had berries and then chips and guacamole that I didn't make. But so my whole point of that though, is that I think people let things like that, like food. And then if their house isn't clean or looking perfect, then they don't have people into their home. Sure. Yeah. So I don't really care about that. I mean, I don't want my house to be trash and I want to have something decent, but I really want, um, I think people need to just relax a little bit with the whole expectation. I loved visiting with you and I love the boys. And then I didn't tell you this, but I overheard Bentley saying um, at BTXLA the next day. So what would have that been? Probably Monday or Tuesday. I heard him like bragging that he was at my house. (laughs) That made me feel so good. Yeah, he just slipped it into conversation. He's like, yeah, when we were at Miss Debbie's house the other day, (laughs) blah, 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 blah. And it made me feel so good. I love that. It was really sweet. So... Anyway, but that's something that in this new position, um, I'll be the guest services relation person, guest services manager. and So you're going to be like the first yeah, person that they see? Right, and talk to you probably. Yep. And mm-hmm. so just my my really ultimate goal is to make people feel welcome at Camp Blessing, to make them have a great time where they can, whatever they're there for, if they're there to do a retreat with women or with their church or, or for their insurance company or whatever, just so that they can relax and have a good time and accomplish what they're there to accomplish. And, um, yeah, it's a great, it's a great relaxing. Every night there's the most amazing sunset there. Oh, yes. It's just right up on the top of this Mm -hmm. little hill. There's a good breeze blowing and, um, it's beautiful. So, yeah, so I'm excited that I get to use something else that I'm passionate about. So, and I'm still going to teach kids about Jesus when I can, so... 
Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. we will miss you at BTX LA. Mm. But I'm pretty sure God's He's doing something the there. He's for some is. fabulous person to he come is. alongside and yeah, just absolutely. slide in where you are. He's been working. working I hope so, because then we won't be going anymore. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's. He, I've been just standing back, watching him orchestrate all that. He's... He's oh, so you it. can't tell me because you already know who it is, I'm sure. But that's fine. We yeah. don't have to put it on the yeah, in the internet. Afterwards. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> you only wish y'all knew. And then y'all are like, what the heck is BTXLA? Yeah, Anyways. I know. Okay. So I know you've had these moments where you're like down real mm-hmm. low in that valley. Mm-hmm. And you're like, reek, reek, get me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you had, then God showed up. Yeah. And um, brought you through the heart and mm-hmm. brought you on top. Mm, so much, so much. Um, for me, lately, what that's looked like is just persevering, um, just going through hard things in marriage, in relationships, and persevering. Um, really, again, working just through that really sinfully independence. Um, in my life, just teaching me how much I need people. And um, I mean, you do have to be careful about the people that you let into your, yeah. you know, your little inner circle, because I can be sometimes too trusting. Right. So um, there is a woman in my life that I honestly don't know, if I didn't have her in my life, I don't know. Um, I would be so different and probably not in a good way, but she's a godly woman. She's about probably about 14 years older than I am. I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember how old she was, but I've known her for a long time. Dean knew her before I knew her. Um, and she, when I've gone through difficult times, she literally has held my hand, even though she lives way far away. She lives in North Dakota, up near Santa in the North Pole. And she um, has literally held my hand through through those miles and just dumped scripture into my life. Mm-hmm. Um just talk to me on the phone sometimes multiple times a day um spoken truth to me told me get off the couch you know when I've been really down and discouraged she has been um she has been one of God's greatest gifts to me and I'm so thankful for her and I remember um when I really reached out to her and said I'm really struggling I need your help and she said I'll never forget it she said Debbie, I want to walk through this with you, but you have to let me. And so that really, I think about that a lot when I've, um, if I've had a bad day and I want to reach out to her, but I think, oh no, she's probably got stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I remember what she said. No, I need to let her do that. So I think when you're a giver, um, you're probably like this too. Sometimes it's really hard to let people help you. Part of it's pride. And then part of it's too, you just don't want to be an inconvenience. You know, you're so used to doing things on your own and getting things done. And, um, yeah, you just don't want to inconvenience people. You know, they have their own stuff going on, but, but that has been what the Lord has been working out in me. You might inconvenience that person. So that's okay. Yeah. And that's all part of it. It will end up being a huge (laughs) blessing to them too. Yeah, so that's, I guess, something that um, God's really been working on me is ask for help, you know? Don't just, like, accept help when it's offered and ask for help. So that's a huge strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's It's a huge strength to ask and then just learning to receive. And I think that's Mm -hmm. probably one of the hardest things for maybe, Mm -hmm. I'm just speaking because of my experiences, but that it's just probably 
a really hard for, thing for people to receive. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, it is. But then when we can look at how, you know, all goes back mm-hmm. to God and the love mm-hmm. and what he's given us and yeah, absolutely. sending his son yes. to die for us. And yeah. Absolutely. There's so much there. There's mm-hmm. so much love. There's so much to receive. Mm-hmm. And he wants mm-hmm. to just give it to you. I know. So true. Yeah. It's so true. So he's just, I've really felt the the love of the Lord through um, his, through his people the last several months through God's people. Lots of godly people in my life. So I'm thankful for that. So. Yeah. And I just think it also goes back to um, just being able to find that <clears throat> it doesn't have to be. 14 years older it could be a few Mm. years older but just Mm -hmm. someone that has walked through the same things as you have Mm. or um just knows who you are truly knows who you are that you find that person that you can be like hey I know just someone just one person yeah Yeah. and somebody that will tell you stop yeah somebody that will say no to you so you need to stop doing that somebody who is not afraid to do that so we all need at least one of those people in our life if not more so I think I need more Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have more. <laughs> I need more, and I, I have like, more. Um, I need more than one because I was like, well, she, Debbie just said, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna go ask someone else because mm-hmm. she, <laughs> she really. Like what she said. I don't think she knows what she's talking about like today. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, numerous people. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to like sitting around the table because you just. I mean, I think we all have this common thread. We just mm-hmm. show up for Jesus mm-hmm. and whatever He says to do. And hmm. love people where they're at because mm-hmm. the children that you get to hang out with on mm-hmm. a weekly basis, mm-hmm. you know, some of them might not hear the things hmm. at home or mm-hmm. ever until mm-hmm. you hang out with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on Thursdays, I I actually teach them. Um, we have a little system in place, a curriculum that we use. So Thursday's my day that I actually teach them and... Um, it's what they've already been learning that week, but, and I like that it's Thursday because that's the last day that I see them until Monday because we don't have it Friday. And so I always treat that like, what if I don't see them again? What if something happens to me or what mm. if something happens to them? Or this is the last time they hear about Jesus in their life. And so um, I really take it seriously and um, just really prayerfully, like how to lay out the gospel to kids, you know, kindergarten through sixth grade. And and just to let them know, like right now, our word is trust. <laughs> so funny. The the word the word <laughs> of the month always speaks to me so much. And right, um, we talking we're talking about Joseph. Um, you know, one of the twelve sons of Jacob, and how he really had to trust God and through his circumstances. And so, um, what we talked about on Thursday was how his brothers threw him in the well, and um, you know, sold him, and then made up this lie to their father that he was dead, and how even through that, that God was with. And it says, I think it's Genesis 39, verses 1 and 2, it says, um, but the Lord was with Joseph. And so that was what I left them with on Thursday. If well, No matter what happens this weekend, if you mm-hmm. feel lonely, whatever's going on, the Lord is with you. you. I want you to know that, that the Lord is with you. And so just the blessing for me is to look out at their faces and just see them. Some of them are not paying attention at all. Some of them are sleeping because yes, they've been oh up for gosh. 14 hours and got mm-hmm. on the bus at 5.30 that morning and it's cold and dark in there and I'm talking about Jesus, so I let them sleep. But some of them are just like, you can see them. It's just sinking in. They're absorbing it. And so um, if I know that even if one of them left that day, went sure. home, 
knowing, okay, the Lord is with me. God is with me. That is um, just hugely important to me. I'm going to feed my soul. I love that. I, I, I do. I love going there. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been there as much this season, but yeah, I love it. Just the season that we're having your kids. We're in right now. Yeah. It's okay. It was really hard for me to say no. Yeah, but I'm glad you did. To showing up and mentoring and being there. Yes. And even, but I just, yeah. It it was really hard. People to come in, so it's all good. And that, yes, (laughs) that. But I really like, you know, those kids that are sleeping there? Mm -hmm. Like, I know this, I'm Mm going to get emotional, but (laughs) what a safe place it is. Yeah. Like, just, the yeah. round tables, yeah, and you're up there, mm-hmm. and it's quiet, mm-hmm. and nothing's gonna happen to them, mm-hmm. and there's a snack for them, mm-hmm. and I just think how like they know like, oh, mm. I can take a nap here, and yeah. like their burden, yeah, they've laid it down, and mm-hmm. they can let go, mm-hmm. and just how simple something like that, because I I've seen the kids, mm-hmm. I can see the work, their faces, the ones that are mm-hmm. like. Poor sister. She's so tired. I'm like, oh my God, baby girl. I took pictures of several of them. There's one little girl. It was like, Zoe's napping. It was like, (laughs) she fell asleep all over the place, all over the campus in many different places. But um, yeah, so the thing that we pray every day is that every child, and adult really, but really focus on the kids, that they feel safe, that Mm -hmm. they feel loved, and that they hear God's word. That's what we pray every day for them. And in that order, because if they don't feel safe, then... They don't, you know, that basic need isn't met, then you can't do any of the other stuff. Great. So I see it when I love it if I can meet them on the bus and get them off the bus. Um, and they're, you can tell if they've had a bad day at school mm-hmm. or you can tell if they're, but they're, usually I can say, okay, they're happy. They know they're here. They know that this is a safe place for them. And there's been a couple times when they've gotten off the bus in tears because they had a bad day at school or they had a bad day on the bus. And so um, I remember recently just taking their little face in my hands and saying whatever happened is gone now you're here you're safe and just to see them visibly relax Mm -hmm. that is just wonderful and then they had a great afternoon but um yeah absolutely and that's something that I'll miss on a daily basis I'm still going to have the opportunity to be involved with the ministry thank the Lord and Dean too because he loves he drives the kids oh I know (laughs) because Rick and Dean drive kids home and I you know, know, oh, today we talked about this, uh-huh. today we talked about this. And he this. buys snacks for them on Thursdays. Uh-huh. Yeah. Elaborate snacks, Dairy Queen, Buster Bars. and I love it. Oh, I mean, I know. I remember sweet. it forever. Very tender side I mean, of him, not will. a lot of people get to see. And that's, okay, so Ooh. that can totally, you can take that. And when people think they can't do anything, I'm like, you can. You can buy the kids a Buster Bar. And if you go to Dairy Queen enough, you can get all the free coupons. (laughs) And you could feed a lot of children Dilly Bars. I know. I know. There's such simple ministry and everything. Even that, they know that they're safe on the way home. You know, Mm. just that little ride from btxla to their house they know that they're going to be safely delivered so it's very sweet so we're very thankful that we get to um i kind of feel like i get to have the best of both worlds you know i get to still be involved with with that and so so you're not leaving completely no i'm still going to volunteer i don't think i could yeah i don't think i could leave completely dean neither you know he wants to keep um and it parallels so much a ministry that we are involved with in sao paulo brazil there's so many similarities and so um yeah we just love what the lord is doing here in brenham what the lord is doing um in this ministry in brazil that we work with so yeah we we wouldn't want to give it up you know it's part of being the body of christ yes just because I'm not on the payroll anymore doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. So, 
Yeah, we'll always be on God's payroll, yeah. whether there's a check or not. We don't yes. really care about that. You are. Did you take it? A... So giving, so generous. Did you? Well, maybe this is just me. Like, take you a while to ever get to the point where you like let go of the whole money thing and mm-hmm. just know that God's gonna always provide. Yeah. Or were you, did you ever have a job where you know you? thrived and you just wanted to make more money mm-hmm. did you ever have that kind of job or no um I like, not no, necessarily not really. I felt just I, you there was no <laughs> no that's very common um there was a, a long time ago where that was very much where my security was wrapped in mm-hmm. you know the number in our checking account and um I went through kind of my first bout with major anxiety um and I didn't I finally understood what it was but and I confessed it to the Lord. I figured out what it was and confessed it to the Lord, and then it broke. But, yeah, um, I've had to work through that, and that was one thing. Um, even through this change, taking a little pay cut, and mm-hmm. I just, Lord, Lord, I know it's, I know yeah. you're going to work it out. So I, I, try, he I just is working things out. So. Yeah. I love it, and I just, yeah. I just, um, there goes Rick's deal. Um, <laughs> you have left the building. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just do love that whole side of Mm -hmm. watching God move and Mm -hmm. when you just let go of all of it Mm -hmm. I don't even look at our checking account anymore oh I know I used to be scared every day yeah yeah and I know where all of it came from I get all of it right it's fine now yeah yeah but I used to be yeah putting your confidence in someone you can depend on that's the definition for trust so that's what you're doing Okay, so I'm going to ask you, um, do you like to, you like, I know you like to serve, and I like mm. to sh- invite people into your house. Mm-hmm. Do you have some kind of favorite thing you like to cook for people? Well, I'm I'm probably more of a baker than I am Ooh, a cook. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yep, I kind of figured that. And I like to make easy things. I always like to grill, because Dean does that. <laughs> and then I can just do the sides, but chili. Inside or outside? He, outside. He grills outside. All the time? But right now it's too hot to do that. Oh. So that's why I fry hamburgers. But you're not frying them. I did. I fried them. On a skillet. I guess. You I've just that. never heard anyone say fry a burger. Well, well, what would you say? Cook a burger? Well, like what do you do at the cafe? Well, it's on a flat top griddle. Griddle a burger? Well, now you grill it. You just grill in a burger. You don't like fry because a fryer. Okay, but no, oh, not like deep fry. Yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah, I think yeah. of fryer, I'm like, okay, we have a lot right. of bread in that like bad boy thrown in the, the deep fryer. And okay. I was like, because I have fond I memories. Gotcha. Let me tell you, <laughs> at the cafe, 33 years ago, or however many ding dang years ago it was, <sighs> when you're 10 years old, Clara and Maydell. Oh, uh huh. Maydell had a beehive. Of course she did. Oh, yeah. Maydell would have a beehive. Absolutely. And she, her cigarette hanging out of her <laughs> mouth with her red lipstick. <laughs> and marble reds. God bless her. She's still alive. What? I know. She's kicking it. She, I think she still drives that old Buick, when too. Did you, when have you seen her last? In the last... Well, my dad still talks to her. I know that. Amazing. So she's still alive. I don't know about Clara. <laughs> anyways, so Claire, Maydell was the waitress. And mm. Clara was in the cook in the kitchen. Clara's in the kitchen. And she would take pork chops and throw them in the fryer. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. cooked everything in the fryer. And I oh just was gosh. like, I bet they were so good. Oh my guess. I don't <laughs> know. I'm just having fond memory, not fond, gross memories of what the cafe oh. used to look like because it was this yellow. Yeah. But it was yellow because of all the grease and the smoke. Sure. Because you fried everything. Oh. And so then, I just, Maydell you know, and I cigarette. think like burger patty, probably like <laughs> under your pit. 
I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> a little extra seasoning. Okay. I have no clue. No, we don't do that. Claire's not there anymore. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, good. And then who knows what Maydell's up to. Maydell's really still around. Curious about God her. bless her. Keep me posted about her. <laughs> and, gosh, yeah. Mm. No, so chili. I love to have chili. I love to do something easy so I don't have to be fussing with it while the people are there. Because I like to focus on my guests. I don't like to be, I'm sorry, I can't talk to you right now because I have to do all this fancy mm-hmm. stuff with the food. So, um, Or if I do make something a little fancier, I like to have it done so that when they're there, then I can talk to them. Um, yeah. Yep, I'm kind of known for my desserts probably because I I previously had a real sweet tooth and now that's been kind of shifting over to savory. But I need that um, shift. That that shift. shift. Yeah, I need that shift. Except Mm -hmm. for candy corn, and Mm -hmm. um, nope, it's a real problem for me. Yeah, nope, it's a real problem, bad problem, and so I um I just have to not have any anymore. I literally can eat an entire bag from. Walmart to my house, which is about a five-minute drive, I can almost take out an entire bag. It's horrible. There's nothing else in my life that I is I wish like y'all could this. see my face. Oh, some of you can. Oh, but. it's horrible. Anyway. Do um, you like the pumpkins? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, do, I would, for some reason, eat Absolutely. this, but that it's more of a control thing because I would have to like eat the mm. green off mm-hmm. and then just... Yeah, silly. But no, I don't go cray cray over candy corn. I bought a bag on Friday and I told Dean, and he's like, No, don't do it. Debbie, I'm like, Yeah, I'm doing it. I don't care. And I was really crabby that night. And I think it was because of all the sugar. You think? mm, Probably, yeah. And then I made monster cookies, which is um, kind of a a recipe for. Oh, Oh, poor Presley. Yeah, he's so neglected. So sad. Ate seven of those in the last 24 hours. Okay, so. do your monster cookies have flour in them? Yeah. Oh, man. Mine they don't. Do. They don't. I know. A lot so of So they can be gluten-free. A pound of butter, four cups of sugar, two cups brown, two cups white, four cups of... Um, peanut butter? Yeah. No, four cups of oatmeal and peanut butter. M&M's chocolate chips. They're so stinking good. Monster cookies mm. are... I made them. I don't want to say from the devil, but... They're so good. The problem we have with them is we have them at the proper, or you bake them at the yeah. bake shop. I didn't know you did that. Um, I didn't know y'all made them. I made for the Haven. For and Jamie Lynn. They acted like they'd never had them before. Were they lying to me? Probably. No, just because they, like, they made them, <laughs> they they never ate them, I guess, you know, because uh, yeah. they just made what we needed for the Haven. But yeah. Since, and I loved it because I wasn't at the cafe anymore, so I didn't go into the freezer mm-hmm. where there were Ziploc bags of two dozen dough balls. And I would, when I was like, oh, life is just not fun. So I'd run around the corner, open up the freezer and take a dough ball out. And then someone would be like, try to make two dozen cookies, but someone ate a cookie. So there's only 23 cookies. I was like, (laughs) sorry, it was me. Just always blame me. It's fine. And then, so since I hadn't been at the cafe for like three years, I was like, sweet, don't have this problem in. So now we started baking everything again for Mm -hmm. the Haven at the property. Mm -hmm. And there, this past weekend, my mother-in-law made Five full sheet pans of <clears throat> monster dough balls. She did? She, that's so weird that she made them and so did I. Hmm. What's going on? Well, then you know, she a lot put of people them don't in even know about these cookies. Monsters? No. A lot of people don't know about them. What's wrong with America? I, I say they're like, what are those? I'm like, they're really good. <laughs> like, the kitchen so sink, but not even. So yeah. I went in the freezer <laughs> and I took one and even Clarissa was like, <gasps> She has them all counted. And oh I was like, gosh. I'm sorry. So I ate, ate the dough ball. I ate the dough ball. Yeah. Really <laughs> so, yeah. And these are salmonella. Salmonella. 
And that what you get I don't think my eggs. That there's no eggs in there. What? Wait, there's not in mine. Four. Oh, maybe. I don't know the recipe off the top of my head. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> it's peanut butter, and ours doesn't have flour, so I do know that. So you can eat so them gluten free. Well, thank goodness for all. It doesn't help you gluten free because there's so much sugar in there. <laughs> just, just eat the things, no. and then you take the ones with the ice icing in the middle and make like oh a, my stars. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <sighs> okay. Amazing. So is that like? So I'm gonna ask you like, do you like cake or do you like pie? Pie. Yeah. So here's something that um, I don't tell a whole lot of people because it's almost blasphemous in Brenham, but I don't really care for ice cream. Oh, I thought she was going to say something else. I oh, knew this. Oh, you already knew this? Okay. Oh, I want, I want to know what you think. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay. Well, tell me later. I'm I so will because it has to do with pie in oh, Brenham. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I really don't. I'm not a huge ice cream fan. Like, um, I like it in a waffle cone, but I really like ice cream with a slab of pie on top of it. So, I, my current favorite is um, strawberry rhubarb. Mm. Yeah, warmed with a little bit of... Because my grandmother, rhubarb okay. is a North yeah. Dakota thing. Like, yes. it would grow... Did Dean tell you about this? It would grow no. by the dumpster in our alleyway. Like, it would just grow wild. And it that's what people like, don't even have a clue. Like, what no. the heck is rhubarb? It's like, it's like celery, celery, but it's tart. And it grows in weird places. So, anyway, no. Um, we have to put lots of sugar in it. It does not grow in Texas. Yes, people, we use frozen so rhubarb. You, okay, you have to import it. Wow. Don't freak out. <laughs> I can get you some next time I go up to North Dakota. Okay, bring me some. Well, they do sell it at H-E-B every once in a while. But then I have to yeah. pull the strings off. No. Mm-mm. If I just get the box, I scoop mm-hmm. it. It's done. It's really good. That's my favorite. Hey, guess what? It's the same thing. It's just been frozen. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. <laughs> so that's my favorite. That's my current favorite. I do really like Buzz Chocolate Chip. I like Texas Trash. I like Sweet and Salty. <laughs> so um, you're just saying you like all the pies. Yeah, but strawberry rhubarb is my current favorite. Mm-hmm. That's why I'd order if it was available. Mm-hmm. It's available on Brenna. Round Top. I know. You just have to go to Round Top. Yeah, that's totally okay. Did you go have pie the other day? You said you were going to? No, we never did. We never did have pie. Mm-mm. It's okay. We just stayed home. I probably had too much candy corn that day. <laughs> okay, so are you a reader? Yes. I'm just going to ask you this few questions so we can, otherwise we'll be here all day and people are like, we got to go to work. That's right. Yeah, I do. What are you reading right now? Right now I'm reading a book called Fired Up. It's about leading creatives, which um, I really like it. It's very easy to understand. And I saw this guy speak at a conference in February and I really like, um, there's certain people when they speak, you connect with them. And I really connected with what he was talking about. So what's his name? um, Andrew Johnston, Dr. Andrew Johnston. And, um, yeah, it's really a great book. And especially, I feel like a little bit you could use the word millennial and creatives interchangeably. So I work with a lot of millennials. Yes, you do. And I will also work with a lot of millennials in my new job. And um, they are a um, creative group of people and you really have to to work well with them you have to learn how to understand them and that has been a challenge for me at times um just the way that they think is way different than how it makes me feel really old like I totally see the generation gap you know sometimes and um I will tell you that the cell phone thing drives me nuts Mm. um I make the the leaders that work for us ecology because I made them put their cell phones in a little bucket 
when they clock in, which by the way, they use an old fashioned time clock that sucks the time card in and they're totally enamored with that. They're like, what is this thing? <laughs> they're so enamored with it. And then they put their cell phone in a bucket and they don't get it back till they clock back out three hours later. So, cause I tell and them. And the world went, kept going. And it magically went on. And, um, yeah. So three hours are there and they're there for the kids. So mm-hmm. anyway, I love um, that is, it, and it's just, I think, um, talking to them and explaining to them why, you know, I want you to put your cell phone in here because, and if, if you explain to them like, sure. Okay. So Mm -hmm. a lot of it, that's just why. Um, but it's really good. And just, um, my new boss, I will tell you, he does not have a desk in his office. He has built himself a counter and he's not a millennial. He's actually probably my age, but I just went in there the other day. I'm like, Dean, where's his desk? He goes, he didn't want a desk. He just wanted to stand like, that's really cool. So he's really, he's two big chairs in his office. And then he has this counter that he's built himself. I love it. That's, I know. I love that too. So I can, I can totally dig that. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to ask you one more thing. Yeah. Okay. What is one of your favorite? Okay. There's, you have favorite things. I have favorite things that you say. Did that Mm, make sense? Yeah. Okay. So what is one thing that you could, if someone's asked you a question, what would be one of your things that you would respond to them with oh brother that is so broad okay well you want me to tell you uh, what it is yeah, yeah you want me to tell, tell me, you what your tell answer, me the answer is? tell me what i'm supposed to say <laughs> then what i love it when you do that oh then what yeah that's right okay yeah so you forgot tell, you have so many things no i don't that you so share no mm-hmm. yeah then what just yeah helping you work through worry so if you're worried about um I can't. I'm worried about this relationship with my friend. All right. So what's going to happen if you talk to her? Then, well, she might get upset. Okay. Then what? All right. Well, then she might um, decide she doesn't want to be my friend anymore. Okay. Well, then what? Well, then I won't have her as my friend anymore. Okay. Well, then what? Like you then what until basically you've realized, oh, I'm going to survive. I mm-hmm. will make it. And even if, it, if, even if the then what, sometimes the then what leads, I die. Okay, well, if you have Jesus in your life, you're going to go to heaven. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is sometimes, and I didn't, I didn't get to that um, on my own. There was a, another friend of mine that had talked to me about that. But just, it really helps when you're a warrior. Yeah, I love it. Then what it all the way to the end. So. Yeah. Okay, well, then we then whatted it all the way to the end of yeah. this chit-chat. Good job. So, guys, we're going to cut it out here, but we're going to go talk about the one thing about Brenham that we can't tell you all about. Super and we hope you'll have an awesome day. <laughs> Bye! Bye. <laughs>